All right, welcome back to the preview number six of seven. And today we're talking about the AL East, the Beast League, the Beast Division. They got the league, the, the divisions got like four teams and the Orioles. So this is, and the thing is, is going to be four teams competing for two spots because I only got two of them making the playoffs, and two of them are SOL. So let's dig into who we got going on here. And I'm going to go in order of how this division is going to play out. Okay? So first up. And you know what? We're going to start from the bottom. You know, I was going to start from the top. You know, but let's build this up. Okay? So let's start with the bottom. Let's start with the easiest team in, in this division. Okay? The Orioles. They went 52 and 110 last year. Their Pythagorean told, said they should only win 54 and 108. All right. They are bringing back. They're bringing back a lot. I mean, a lot of pieces. Okay. They also are projected to go 61 in well, 61.3 and 100.7. Okay. They have no chance of making anything this year whatsoever. All right, their best player last year was a guy by the name of Cedric Mullins. Number two was John Means. Number three was Austin Hayes. Fourth, Kyle, Cole Saucer. Five, Ramon Urias. Okay, that's that's who their best players were. All right, their starters this year are going to be Means, Jordan Lyles, Keegan Aiken. Bruce Zimmerman and a mix, a bag of mix of players. I mean, someone, anybody listening to this podcast probably go out there and ask the Orioles if they want to be a, if they can be their starting pitcher for that day. I mean, that's that's real. That's realistically how this team is. Okay, you're gonna have you don't have a whole lot of anything. It's just a minor league team playing. Major League Baseball. Uh, Derek Albans is the guy from Baseball Prospectus that is the one that put the depth chart together. As always, stats are brought to you by BaseballProspectus.com, BaseballReference.com, and the team's website. So, in this case, the Orioles. So, let's start it off. All right. Let's start off with their with their closer. Tyler Wells and Cole Saucer. Setup guys, Tanner Scott. Okay. You got catcher. Um, Adley Rushman, Ryan Mountcastle is going to be your first baseman. And then you got Jorge Mateo and Odor as your second baseman. You got Urias and Mateo as your shortstops. You got Kelvin Gutierrez as your third base. Austin Hayes left field, Cedric Mullins center. And Anthony San, uh, Anthony Santander, Santander, as your right fielder, and then Trey Mancini as your as your DH. They've signed Jordan Lyles and Robinson Chirinos. They lost Matt Harvey, Ferdinand Abad, and Brooks Kriske is who they lost. So, your Baltimore Orioles, ladies and gentlemen, are going to barely win 55 games this year. Okay. Now, we get into the big four. Okay. The first of the four, to be exact, all right? 
So, here who is the first team that is going to be missing the playoffs. Your Boston Red Sox are going to be missing the playoffs this year. Even with signing Trevor, Trevor Story, and we're going to get, you know, I'm going to get into a little depth about Trevor Story as well in this as I talk about this, okay? So, Pakoda has them going 85 and 70, 85.8 and 76.2. They have them with a 5% chance of winning the division, 43% chance of winning the wild, of making the wild card, tw- and a 1.8% of making the World Series. Okay. They went 92 and 70 last year. All right. They went to the, they lost in the ALCS to the Astros. They went out and got Trevor Story. They went out and got Michael Walker. They went out and got Rich Hill. They went out and got James Paxton. They traded for Jackie Bradley Jr. They got David Hamilton and Alex Benayas. And they got Jake Diekma. And they got Matt Strahan. But they lost Tim LaCostra, Kyle Schwarber, Hansel Robles, Danny Santana, Edward Rodriguez, Adam Ottavino, Travis Shaw, Martin Perez, and Garrett Richards. They also got Trevor Story. Right? Right. So, they went 92 and 70. The Pythagorean Pythagorean says that they should have been an 88 and 74 team. Okay? They are... They have... Uh, Chris Sale, who's injured. You got Nathan Eovaldi as well. Then you have uh, Nick Pavitas, Pavita and Michael Waka and Rich Hill. All as your rest of your starters. And I'm sorry. When you have Waka and Hill as your starters, that's a problem. Those guys are washed up. I mean, they're not really washed up. I mean, obviously, they're still big league players. But they're not like dudes that you can rely on. Okay. I mean, you can rely on for a few innings, but not a whole lot. And then you got Tanner Hawk. Your catcher is going to be Christian Vasquez. First base, you're rolling out Tristan Casas and Bobby Dahlbeck. Your closer is going to be Garrett Will. Oh, let's get to the closer real quick. We're kind of skipping all over here on this one. Um, closer is going to be Garrett Whitlock and Matt Barnes. You got a setup guy by the name of Ryan Brazer. Okay. Second base is going to be Trevor Story. Shortstop, Xander Bogets. Third base, Rafael Devers. Left field is going to be Jaren Duran. Center field, Jackie Bradley Jr. Right field, Alex Verdugo. And your DH is J.D. Martinez. Okay, so. You went from a squad last year where your top players were 
your top 12 players were Enrique Hernandez and Xander Bogets, Eovaldi, Rafael Devers, Garrett Whitlock, JD Martinez. So, I mean, oh, and Hunter Renfro. You also get you also traded away Hunter Renfro. So, let's not forget that. So, I think again, you have Oh, and actually, wait, wait. Let's Let's back this truck up real quick. Cuz I think I said Enrique Hernandez was going to play your second baseman. But or you picked up Enrique Hernandez. I said Enrique Anyways, <clears throat> uh, the updated death chart is having Enrique Hernandez play center, not Jackie Bradley Jr. They have Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, not even playing the field. So, <laughs> that's another win for that Austin, that Hunter Winfro trade. Okay. That's for sure. I don't think the team has enough pieces here in order to make a run. I definitely do believe that all of the hubbub about Trevor's story was kind of overblown. All right. And this is the reason when I'm going to tell you why. And everybody's going to come at me and say, you don't know what you're talking about, but thanks to baseballreference.com, I can tell you exactly how, what this, what this guy does. Okay. So, in his six years in the Major League Baseball, okay, he has a 45.9% of a hard drive hit ratio, percentage. 28.5% of those are line drives. 33.9% are ground balls. 28.8% are fly balls. He has a .52 to ground ball to fly ball ratio. So, this guy hits more ground balls than he does... Than he does getting the ball in the air. Okay. The MLB average. I mean, so he's a little, he's a little above average on line drives because the averages are, um, 45 or 25, 43 and 23. And he's at 28, 33, 28. Okay. He pulls 25% of the time and hits up the center field. 54% of the time. The problem is, is I don't know if y'all have ever seen Fenway Park, but that center field is deep. I mean, deep. And if you're not a pole hitter, to try to hit over the monster. So, yeah. I mean, they're paying they're paying them a lot. And this is the projection that baseball reference has them at. Okay, They haven't projected to score 84 runs, 134 hits, 30 doubles, 5 triples, 24 home runs, and 69 RBIs. 19 stolen bases, walk 50 times. He's going to bat 265. I mean, yeah. So you're paying him for that kind of type of production? What you're paying him? I mean, and he's been kind of an, on a downward trend since uh, 2018. Like, or 2019, I guess. So, yeah. Well, 2018 and 2019. I mean, we're 2018 and 2019 were his standout years. But... You take out 2020, all right, whatever. But you throw a 251 average last year and 
24 home runs and 75 RBIs. Guess what? That's the same stats that he had at 23 and 24. So I think you overpaid him. You overpaid for him, obviously. I mean, you're getting an all-star. You're getting a silver slugger. But those years are long gone. And he had definitely had a lot of of um, course field advantage in here. Like the same thing. Like Chris Bryant's going to take hu- a huge advantage of course field. Okay? Just like everybody else has. Trevor Story, I'm... The Yankees did the smart thing by passing on him. Okay, so the Red Sox are going to finish fourth in this division. So who finishes third? Well, that's a good question because we're going to get right on that one right now. Third place is your Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Or Tampa Bay Rays now. Last year they finished in first place. They went 100 and. 100 wins and 62 losses. They lost in the ALDS to Boston. Okay? They the Pythagorean had them at 101 and 61. All right. Pakoda's got them going 85.4 and 76.6. See, Pakoda has them flopped around. I think Boston and Tampa are going to be flipped around as well. I think um I think Tampa wins 86 games, and I think Boston wins about 83. That's where I'm at. So, and Tampa's got a 4.6% chance of winning the division. They have a 42% chance of making the wild card, and they got a 2% chance of making the World Series. So, what did they do? Well, they lost Michael Walker. He went to the Red Sox. They lost Kellen McHugh. They lost Nelson Cruz. They lost Tommy Hunter. Lost Chris Archer, um, they lost David Robertson. So, but they signed Corey Kluber. Kluber. They traded for Luke Rayleigh. They signed Jaron Adam. They signed Brooks Rayleigh, and they traded for Ronnie um, Swanson. Simon, Ronnie Simon. Sorry. Okay. So, who's their pitcher is going to be? Starters are going to be Shane McCallahan. Shane Baz, Corey Kluber, Luis Patino, Drew Rasmussen, and Ryan Yarbrough. And this depth chart is brought to you by Derek Album of BaseballProspectus.com. Okay. Their closer is going to be Andrew Kitter, Kitridge and Peter Fairbanks. Their setup is J.P. Ferrison. Fer, Ferrison. And JT Shargoy. 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 All right. They got a few middle relief guys. Matt Weisler, Colin Pooch, Jeffrey Springs, Ryan Thompson, and Nick Anderson. Doesn't blow me away. This team doesn't really blow me away. For catcher, we're bringing out Mike Zuzuno. First base is going to be Yimin Choi. Second base is Brandon Lowe. Shortstop is Wanda Franco. Third base is Yadi Diaz and Taylor Walls. Yandi Diaz. Left field is going to be Randy or Rosanna. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so bad with names. Or Rosanna. Uh, center field is me, Kevin Kreimeyer. And right field is Manuel Margot. And then your DH is Austin Meadows. So. 
I I mean, we can give you a breakdown of of the season of their team last year, but I think they I don't think they're going to pull it off the same way they did the last year as they are going to be this year. Um they're bringing back Brandon Lowe was one of their high-scoring guys. So they keep him, they keep Orozana, keep all those guys. So, I mean, they got off to a hot start. I mean, well, and they really get a hot, off to a hot start. So, so they won 13 games in April, 22 in May. So May, they had a really good month. June, they were 12 and 14. July, they were 16 and 8. August, 21 and 6. And they were 14 and 13 in September. So... Who did they play in those months? I mean, they really, they played Miami, Texas, the Royals, I mean, and Oakland, a majority of that first month. So, I mean, and then when they actually had to play real teams, that's when they lost. Like in May, they had the Astros, the Angels, the Yankees, the A's last year, the Mets, and the the um, the Blue Jays. And then in June, again, they played Washington and Baltimore. And, you know, so, yeah, their, sch- their schedule last year was able to give them a fair, a decent win. And I understand everybody else had to play those guys too, but they were just able to, they were just able to um, get a rally going off those, off those easy months and continue through the year. I don't think they do that this year. So that's why I have them finishing where I do. So who's going to finish in second place of this division? Well, that, my young friends, would be the Toronto Blue Jays, who barely missed the playoffs last year at 91-71. and 71. Came down to the last weekend for them. And this 91-71 and 71 team finished fourth last year. So... I, they're definitely going to do better. That's for sure. Um, they're going to make the playoffs this year. They lose their best player in Marcus Simeon. Um, he went to the Rangers. But they still have Vlad Guerrero. They still have Bichette. They still have Robbie. Or they still have um, BGO. I mean, they still got good guys. So who did they lose? They lost Kirby Yates. Um, Jared Dyson, Joaquim Soria, Stephen Matz, Robbie Ray, Marcus Simeon, Corey Dickerson, David Phelps, and is who they all lost. They got Shane Anderson off waivers. They signed um, Garcia or Gracie, Kevin Gaussman. They traded for Matt Chapman, signed Andrew Vasquez, and they also signed UC Kikukuchi as well. So now. They're going to roll out Barrios, Jose Barrios, Kevin Gaussman, um, Han Giru, Alex uh, Mananoa, and UC Ki Kuchi as well. Uh, The closer is going to be Jordan Romero, and setup is going to be Tim. I should really just, I can't read my writing. I should just be reading this right off the baseball's prospectus hold on oh um so then you'll have 
Jordan Romano and Tim Meza as your setup and closer. All right. You got Yimmy Garcia. That's who they signed as well. So, I mean, when you throw in Matt Chapman, like, that's that's a good pickup. So, catcher-wise, you're going to have Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. Uh, then your first baseman's obviously Vlad Guerrero, one of the best young players in the league. Then you have got Kevin Biggio. Then you have Bo Bichette. You have Matt Chapman at third. You got your left fielder is going to be Lourdes, Lourdes uh, Guriel Jr. Center field is George Springer. Right field is going to be Randall Grychek. So, I mean, and then your DH is going to be Teo Teoscar Hernandez. So, yeah. They they're gonna bring in the fire. I mean this de- this team's gonna build off what they did last year. Maybe, you know, especially with Chapman, having Chapman and Guerrero batting back to back is gonna be huge. And you throw in Springer as well, like that's a hard three, four, five hitters right there. And Bichette and Biggio both can do damage as well. So this team's definitely gonna finish fourth. Um they went ninety one seventy one last year, like I said. Um Pakota's got him going 91.1 and 70.9 with a 16.5% chance for the division, a 62% chance for a wild card, and they have a 5% chance of making the World Series. So I really think that the Blue Jays are going to be that going to get in there and make the playoffs. Uh, they're going to be your – they're probably going to be your fourth or fifth seed is what it's going to be. They're going to end up with your fourth or fifth. So now, who does that leave for the division winner? None other than the New York Yankees. The team that has many. Somehow I got on Yankees Twitter. Um, and I tell you what, Yankees Twitter is a different beast. Yankees Twitter, <laughs> they don't know if they love Cashman or hate Cashman. They don't know if Steinbrenner is loved or hate. Like it all depends on whether or not which free agent they signed or how much money they spent. It's crazy. And again, passing up on Trevor Story, a good idea. Not getting Freddie Freeman, that hurts a little bit. Yes. Not getting Carlos Correa, that hurts a little bit as well. Taking on Josh Donaldson's money so that way the the Twins could get Correa. That's a. That's a. Di- <laughs> that was hmm, kind of eh, of a move. I mean, you want Korea or you should have wanted Korea. Obviously you didn't want to probably pay the 10 years, $300 million that he was probably asking, but you probably could have got him a deal like what the twins did. So, but I don't think having, not having Korea is going to hurt your team though. I really don't. So the Yankees last year went 92 and 70. They, finished um they they went 92 and 70 last year they finished second again um to the Delaware or to the Rays they were projected to go 86 and 76 so they kind of overachieved um they have a hitter friendly ballpark especially with that right field porch Uh, Aaron Judge was their top player with a 6.0 war followed by Garrett Cole um, 
Yeah. I mean, they got... And then after Cole, it was Jordan Montgomery and then Stanton... Or not Stan. And then Jonathan uh, Loizaga and then Stanton. So, yeah. Um, Sanchez, they got only about a 204 last year. Um, I think they... I think by going with Ben Rodovert, you're you're taking a chance on a young guy, but I think it pays off. I think it pays off at the end because, uh, I mean, you're you're looking at Sanchez, who who was your catcher and hasn't really performed well except for in twenty. 16 and or in 2017 is about it i mean 2019 he batted 232 i mean he had 34 home runs and 77 rbis so that was a good idea but that's also and last year he still had 23 home runs and 54 rbis but i think going with the young guy makes sense i think the team can handle it at catcher i do so go with him um you got your starters of Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Jamison Talon, Nestor Cortez Jr., and Luis Cerevino. Um, and I put Cerevino in there due to the injury to Domingo Herman. So, uh, I mean, Cerevino's a really good fifth starter. I mean, so then you got your setup guys of Jonathan Loaziga. And Chad Green and Araldus Chapman is your closer. And then, I mean, middle relief, Peralta is good. Holmes is good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you guys are good. <laughs> As You guys are really good. You guys are so good. You guys are going to win 100 games this year. That's how good you guys are. Okay. Um, so then for center, for catcher, you got Ben Rochevert. First base, you got Rizzo. I think... A full year at Yankee Stadium with Rizzo is going to pay off a lot. I think a full year with Rizzo being a Yankees uniform is going to pay off big time because he just wants to win and he still can play defense. His 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 bat's going to get better. He's you know get make some adjustments and he'll be good. He's Anthony Rizzo is a true gamer. Um, you got Glaber Torres at second, which that's a good move. Move him back to second because. You, and because he's not really a shortstop as much as they they want him to be, he's not. I mean, he came up as a shortstop in the Cubs or organization, but he was probably never going to play short, even if he stuck around and to get traded for Chapman. So for that 2016 World Series, um, so yeah, um, you have Iser, Isaiah Kiner, Kiner, Falefa. As your shortstop, Josh Donaldson as third base, Joey Gallo playing left. Again, Joey Gallo gets a lot of sl- gets a lot of hate, but Gallo's a gamer, bro. Like, <laughs> I would love to have Gallo and Rizzo on my teams for sure. Aaron Hicks is a good center fielder. Reminds me of Bernie Williams um, out there. Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge, and then you got Stanton as your DH. And then the beauty is you can have DJ LeMahieu play first, second, and third. So he can play pretty much all the info's positions except for shortstop. And when you need to fill in for a shortstop, you got Oswald Peraza. Or even 
that Cabrera kid that I saw just go bonkers um, at spring training. So Oswaldo Cabrera, yes. I think he makes the squad as well. And that's going to be huge. So you traded for Josh Donaldson and and your shortstop, uh, Kiner IKF, and Rutchovert. Okay? Rovert, Rotovert, whatever. You re signed Rizzo. You traded Luke Voigt for Justin Lang. You signed Tim LaCostra. And you signed uh, uh, Joey Rodriguez. Okay? Jolie Rodriguez. I mean, you gave up Urshela. You gave up Sanchez. You lost Kluber. You lost Darren O'Day. Um, Brett Gardner, probably not coming back. You traded Tyler Wade to the Angels. I mean, you lost Clint Frazier, but you released him. You released Odor, and you released Chris Gittens. This team is your one seed in the AAL. This team and the Angels, they're going to match well up in October when they face each other. And this team is going to be battle. If they can stay healthy, that's going to be the key. They have to stay healthy. So we got the Yankees winning the AL East. The Blue Jays are going to finish second. Red Sox are going to be third. Or, sorry, the Rays are going to be third. Red Sox four. And then you have the Orioles finishing fifth. So, all right. Well, that wraps up all the divisions. So we only have left to do is playoff predictions and who's going to win this World Series and why. Who's going to be the 2022 champion? So that's what we're going to do next episode is we'll break down the break down my playoff picks and break down who's going to win the World Series. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Um, go ahead and find me on Twitter, one guy with a mic, TikTok, one guy with a mic, uh, Twitch, one guy with a mic, Sportscast. Um, find me, you know wherever you listen where you listen to podcasts at make sure you hit the follow button make sure you hit the like button make sure you rate it so all right that's it we're done we got one more episode of baseball week and baseball week is not i mean it, the week's over but baseball's not over thank god so all right y'all have a good one thanks